We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's the history mystery that you were obsessed with as a kid? Was it Al Capone's vault? Was it the Titanic? Was it Anastasia Beaverhausen? No, the actual real Anastasia. 651-641-1071. I'll tell you why we're talking about that in just a moment. But good afternoon and welcome back to the second hour of the Colleen and Bradley show. The last second hour live of 2020. It is December 30th. And oh my God, I can't believe we made it. I'm Bradley Trainer. That's Holly Roberts, Grant at the board, and he's waiting for your jingle, jangle, jingle. 651-641-1071. Holly, you might be asking yourself, why are we talking about history's mysteries? Why are we talking about history's mysteries? Thank you for reflexively asking the question I just threw <laughs> out there because that allows me to tell you You're welcome. the reason we're asking is because I, I'm totally ripping off a podcast uh, that I love and adore, and I know, Holly, you do, because you gave me the recommendation, as did a number of our listeners, to uh, check in and wade into territory known as You're Wrong About. It's a podcast that does exactly what it says. They tell you what you're wrong about regarding some of the most fascinating stories and cultural touch points uh, of our fascination. Yeah, yeah. It's a fabulous podcast. Highly recommend it. And uh, they go into such detail about the things that we've all been obsessed about. And so, I, Bradley, I knowing you, I feel like when you were a kid, you probably had a lot of history, mysteries, fascinations. Absolutely. So what were some of yours? Thank you for asking. And, what uh, were some of yours? Thank, yeah. thank you. Um, the um, history mysteries that kicked off this particular episode on their podcast was um, Anastasia, you know, the sort of the idea that one of the children of Tsar Nicholas, who all tragically, spoiler alert, were executed. Hopefully you knew that. But it was then later sort of conspiracy theorized that she escaped murder and sort of was out there. That, of course, led to an animated film that many uh, young people, especially young women in the 90s, were obsessed with. Um, that's where they sort of t- teed off this conversation. But it made me think of uh, the Titanic story. And as a kid, I was fascinated with the Titanic, but also World War II. And like oddly in a way that just doesn't seem like as I reflect on it now, that's just kind of awkward when you think about it. But I was fascinated <laughs> about that particular time period where you had, you know, just world events that no- that we couldn't possibly relate to. Yeah, well, I don't think that you're alone in your fascination with World War II. I give you Exhibit A, Dad's watching the History Channel. Yeah. 
<laughs> that fascination <laughs> has been there for decades, and there's a whole industry that's based off of people's love of that history's mysteries. You're not alone. We do have callers on the line, 651-641-1071. Grant, who's on the phone? Lotus is with us right now. Lotus is on the line. Okay, Lotus, what's the history mystery that you were obsessed with as a kid? Amelia Earhart. Oh, yes. Oh, it's so yes. obvious. Tell us why, why and how you were obsessed. Well, it's because she was a strong woman, independent, kind of like, you know, um, a star, not, you know, back in the day when it was like women weren't off doing things that they wanted to do. And the fact that she just disappeared. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And back then, you, you couldn't find anybody. They didn't have GPS, they, you know. She was just gone, and no one knew what happened. Absolutely. Do you remember how you indulged that that fascination you had? I'm assuming, you know, like, things were a little different. You didn't maybe have Google, but... <laughs> read every book I could. Yeah. Just read all the biographies yeah. and the stories and, you know, looked up the newspaper articles awesome. in the library and that sort of thing. Just tried to find out everything I could about it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm sure a lot of our audience can relate. Thank you for sharing Amelia Earhart as your history mystery. Thanks, Lotus. So, Holly. All right. What was your mystery as a kid? Well, one of my historical fascinations as a kid was organized crime and the mafia. Really, really into it in a way that probably a 12 year old shouldn't be into it because, you know, like Lotus and her indulgence uh, in the Amelia Earhart history, it was reading all of the books, it was watching all of the movies. Which, if you ever watched a movie like Goodfellas or The Untouchable, there's a level of violence to those uh, that is not maybe for youth but i was so into it and in fact i had a i had an uncle who was an fbi agent who was working down in kansas city so at all the family reunions like here's little 12 year old me like okay so what was happening here 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 and here and i mean tell me what you can but you know so it but what a wonderful thing like and i hope that if you know you have kids in your life and they have these histories mysteries that they love that you totally indulge them them all the resources that they can to do that Well, and you kind of, you know, uh, you realize, I mean, clearly you know this, but like in our very own backyard, in fact, where we're broadcasting from right now is not far from like some of the biggest like mob stories of all time, or at least, you know, home to several of the mobsters that have sort of uh, become a part of our like fairy tale imagination, oddly about gangsters and specifically the ones in St. Paul. I think we have a couple of more people on the phone. Do yeah, we not, let's Grant? get yeah, let's get to Lou here. All right, hey Lou, what was your history mystery as a kid? Okay, Holly, jump into the deep end with me. Did Paul really die in '66? Come on now, officially pronounced dead. Turning me on, dead man. No, pa- Lou Paul no. McCartney did not die in 1966. It is not Come his on, doppelganger that's hanging out on St. Bart's right now. <laughs> hey, it's all out there on multiple album covers. He was barefoot crossing uh, Abbey Road. His backside was turned to on the Sergeant Peppers. He wore a patch that said OPD. You turn, you, you, you played uh, number nine backwards, turn me on, dead man. I buried Paul. It says that in Strawberry Field. You're, you're a Beatle fanatic. Come on now. You... <laughs> I love this. I know it, Lou, but I don't believe it. But I, I appreciate your belief in the conspiracy theory Thank that you, Paul Lou. McCartney Thanks is Thanks for sharing dead. that. I, Lou brings up stuff I've never heard of. Clearly, you've heard of these rumors, Holly. 
Yes, yes. So there's the conspiracy theory that Paul McCartney actually died in 1966 and that the person that we know now as Paul McCartney is a doppelganger of sorts. Wow. And so you can collect evidence, you can listen to records backwards, you can look at images, but I'm, I hate to say it, but the shirtless Paul McCartney who's wearing a little cute ponytail on the top of his head while he's vacationing in a tropical locale, check the tabloid photos today. They're, they're That's quite actually Macca. Um, I, can yeah. we uh, do one more caller there, Grant? Yeah, we've got Joanne, if you've got time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, Joanne, what was your history mystery as a kid? I was completely obsessed with aliens, specifically Roswell, mm. but uh, anything to do with aliens and crop circles and all of that when I was like nine or ten, I think is when it started. And I don't know if you remember, in the 80s and 90s, there was the Time Life Books. Series. Oh, yeah, of course. And I think I was the only child of that age that begged my mom for Time Life books. <laughs> oh, no. I guarantee you, you were not alone. The only mm-hmm. difference is okay. your mom, your parents probably, like, indulged you. My parents told me to, like, you know, go play outside. <laughs> <laughs> no. My mom definitely indulged me, and she she also enjoyed all of the alien stories. So it was some kind of something that we shared together, but <clears throat> I had a huge collection of weird VHS that I would pick up at random stores and Time Life books. Were you, and I would look at them all night long. <laughs> did you go on to be a huge fan of the X-Files? I did, yeah. 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 I feel like it's only, it's only... That's like the logical conclusion, right? Yeah, it's inevitable. <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing that, and that was a great place to end. Um, we could talk about these mysteries oh, all day. All day. And I will say, yeah, if you, yeah, if you yeah. like this kind of a, a story... Go listen to your wrong abouts podcast. I mean, episode after episode, you'll learn all sorts of fun things you didn't even realize you were curious about. Okay, when we come Mm -hmm. back here on the Colleen and Bradley show from history mysteries to we're just going to celebrate a couple celebrities doing something good for a change. We like to razz them for doing, you know, shady stuff. But this time we're going to give them a gold star when we return right here on My Talk 1071. We're going to do something a little out of the ordinary here on the Colleen Bradley show. We're going to celebrate a celebrity. No, we're going to give them a gold star for doing something good. And actually, it's um, it's a delightful conversation, which is a nice break from the usual detritus we've been uh, serving up here on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. I'm Bradley Trainer. That's Holly Roberts. And we're about 18 and a half minutes after the hour of 1 o'clock on December 30th. It's the last day of us being live on the air. By the way, if you want to listen to any of our replays or podcasts over the break, just head to mytalk1071.com. Of course, you can listen on the radio and on our app, Holly. I would just like to throw up a couple of high fives to some celebrities for doing something good. Although, don't uh, get your hopes too high because I'm sure we'll come back to the earth and rip them a new one in some way. Okay, you ready? (laughs) Wow, really optimistic well, about this thing. And if there's one thing I've learned about working with you guys, <laughs> there's always an alternative motive to everything, right? We've got to dig deep to find what is wrong with this situation. Grant, you have been listening, and you get your uh, Team Cobra... Uh, Give yourself a ding for that. Scout patch, or whatever we... What, what do we call those things? 
Merit badge. Merit badge. There we go. You're going to get your Team Cobra merit badge for nothing is real and everyone smokes. However, not everyone drinks. And this is the story. Chrissy Teigen is apparently four weeks sober. And I just wanted, as a sober person myself, wanted to give her a high five. Not because I wanted to be like, look at me, I'm sober and she's sober too. It's because if you are sober, you know. Um, And we can talk about what her sobriety actually means, or at least as she's described it. But as a person who considers himself sober and has been for a number of years, it is helpful for people who aren't, who maybe would like to be, to hear that such a thing is possible, even when you're the likes of, you know, a highfalutin, you know, jet setter like Chrissy Teigen. So I just wanted to give her a high five and, and add to that belatedly Anthony Hopkins, who, gosh... Was it like 40-some years? Yeah, 47 Mm -hmm. or 40. Yeah, it's a lot. And that was just, um, he just put that out there in a video message earlier this week. Um, 45 years of sobriety. Wow. That that just, that's amazing. So big props to Chrissy Teigen and Anthony Hopkins and everybody else out there listening who maybe has struggled with drugs or alcohol. Um, Sometimes you just need to hear it's possible, okay? Yeah, yeah, and you know with Anthony Hopkins or Chrissy Teigen, they don't have to talk about these things, and and especially you know kind of what we were talking about uh, in the last hour with Chrissy Teigen. So with her messaging, she posted a video of herself dancing on Instagram, and then somebody commented about her dancing. Uh, saying that uh, here was the comment, so here was the story and how it was revealed. So Chrissy Teigen dancing in her hotel room in St. Bart's or a yacht. I don't know. She's somewhere fancy and she's not wearing pants. We'll get to that in a moment. But but somebody commented that uh, I need whatever drugs you're on exclamation point blah blah blah. Then Chrissy responded to that comment saying four weeks sober with hearts and praying hand emojis. Now, she didn't really go into detail about it, but lots of people writing words of encouragement for Chrissy Teigen uh, about her sobriety. So that's how that story uh, happened. Yeah. And and again, um, it's up to her to define whatever that sobriety is. I mean, she used the word sober and that generally means and people who share that word generally mean that they've abstained from, you know, a drug or alcohol. So I don't know what her drug or alcohol or behavior of choice was that she is claiming sobriety for. But um, it just deserves kudos uh, regardless. So thank you, Chrissy Teigen, for showing people it indeed is possible. And that is actually... I think even more meaningful, um, not just because we're in the midst of the holidays, which, woof, can I just tell you, the holidays can be a real trigger for people. Um, Oh, you don't say. (laughs) uh, And it can lead to some, you know, indulging of behaviors and and substances that um, aren't very healthy. So it it has extra resonance. you're out of your routine. Yeah, it has extra resonance right now. But also, 20... We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. 20 has extra resonance, and I just think anybody who can achieve, um, you know, something that on any given day not in the midst of a global pandemic is difficult, but to do all that in this moment, that's even more uh, meaningful. Because I feel like a lot of us have sort of thrown up our hands in 2020 and like, oh, I'm going to try to be better. But I'm, yeah, I'm just going to eat all of these mm-hmm. cookies right now. No, and don't judge me. Thank you. <laughs> right? Right. Yeah. You know, if anything, there's been uh, a changing of routine in 2020 in a way that is challenging for everybody. You know, everybody has faced this year uh, in their own unique reality. And it's, you know, however you can meet the moment at any given time, you're meeting the moment. And yeah, if Chrissy Teigen has has decided that, you know, she is going to be sober, then we'll celebrate that in any way. Like, keep going, everybody. We're here. It's the last show of 2020. Yes. Now, I do, before we head to break, want to share some sad news that just came across the internet. Have you seen this yet, Holly? That we had a passing? No, delight me with this sad oh, news. This is sad news. Dawn <laughs> Wells from Gilligan's Island oh. has passed away. She was TV's Marianne. She passed away at the age Aww. of 82 from uh, COVID-related complications. Um, and that is a very, very sad story, um, which I don't know yeah. much detail about other than I'm just reading off a Variety's article, which came out about nine minutes ago. Um, that her publicist, who actually, this is just a random connection I do follow on social media. His name is Harlan Bowl. He he actually is oh, the yes. like publicist from some of your favorite golden age of television stars. So I'll I'll uh, look a little bit further into the details if we have any on that story. But certainly sad to lose um, Dawn Wells. Yeah, that's sad. That is really sad. You know, and. Uh, the stars you know i think you have such a special connection with actors like don wells who are in shows like gilligan's island that are have such a formative place in our culture i mean i think like every single one of us at some point was sitting and watching hours of gilligan's island's reboots or not reboots reruns Reruns. yeah Uh, yeah so yeah sad sad news yeah sad to hear that we'll have more on that uh later in the show presumably or at least you'll learn more if you continue to listen to my talk 1071 when we return we do have some celebrities it's kind of the opposite of this previous segment celebrities behaving badly we call them d-bags we crown them lord and lady d-bag and we'll do so when we return right here on my talk 1071 i really wish that we could spend the next oh 10 or so minutes talking about the reptile theory but we can't <laughs> suffice to say go to google go to twitter and you can indulge yourself we're not talking about it here on the reptoids, people reptoids <laughs> but it's fascinating uh, Colleen and Bradley, that's where we are. And <laughs> I'm Bradley Trainer. That's Holly Roberts. And what we are going to do is talk about our favorite celebrity D bags. 
Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Pew, pew. Okay, um, I have a D-bag for you, Holly. Okay. Great. My D-bag today is The Blast. Now, Grant probably hasn't been around for... Uh, an explanation of what the blast is. And I love these moments because Holly gives us the chance to reiterate to the layperson what the heck a blast is and why they're often a D bag. Nice. So, do you remember? Well, you do, Holly. Tell us what the blast is. The Blast is an online tabloid. Uh, it was created by a person who used to work at TMZ. And lately, we've been calling out the blast because. On the regular, it blasts crap into our face, and crap being the form of dumb celebrity headlines. But there's kind of this, like, conspiracy-level theorizing that, like, certain celebrities are paying off uh, outfits like The Blast to get headlines, even when they're, like, completely just bogus trash for example, right, and one of those people who's been accused of doing that is Kelly Ripa. Pew pew. So pew, Kelly, pew, 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 pew. <laughs> Kelly Ripa, host of Live, um, with Kelly and Ryan. Right, that's the full title. Is it just called yeah. Live with Kelly? Okay, uh, it's anyway, called Live with Kelly and Ryan. Yeah, yeah. Um, she is like a frequent, frequent topic of conversation over at the Blast. And here's the headline that made me pick them for my D bag today. Kelly Ripa absent from live after flashing nice and naughty cleavage. What? Basically, what? every headline on the blast is like for a 16-year-old boy. <laughs> I was going to say, what is the connection? That That's a very good point. I mean, we could, uh, we could go down that path and ask yourself why they call themselves the blast but carry on Brad, oh, carry okay. on tell I'm us about gonna, i'm really i also never mind i'm gonna stop myself before i get into any last Lots trouble of, of 2020 um here's the story so they would have you believe that sexy kelly ripa because she as the a frequent um topic of conversation over at the blast is always couched in sexy terms so it's like as are a lot of women over at the blast most of the women so it'll be like headlines like kelly ripa stood up with her boobs and then wow, they'll show no, a picture like of her to see that. <laughs> they'll show a picture of her <laughs> and it's just a picture of her standing and yeah she's got boobs but like she always had boobs but like they're just going to focus on the thing that makes you go, oh, my God, I'm going to totally see Kelly Ripa's boobs. So, <laughs> But I'm, I'm curious, though, you know, to your point about the blast making these salacious headlines, I'm, I'm curious about who the market is specifically for Kelly Ripa's boobs. Um, just putting that out there, it, it, it's, I'm, I'm noodling on it. You're going to um, noodle on Kelly course- Ripa's boobs? Okay. <laughs> You said. I mean, it's going to be a long week. Let's just say that. (laughs) Well, let me um, tell you the story. So again, the headline is 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 promising you that Helly or Helly that Kelly Ripa was not on her day job because she flashed boobs, right? Like that's essentially the promise that you're getting when you see that headline. But then you read the story and yeah. you realize again it's like as it's as if she just showed up and had boobs. So Kelly Ripa um <laughs> this is from Whitney Vasquez over at the Blast. <laughs> Kelly Ripa's keeping the holiday spirit alive by taking a day off work to enjoy some much needed time with her family. 
The 50-year-old Live with Kelly and Ryan host was noticeably absent on Monday from her chair next to Ryan. Instead, former In Living Color actress Allie Wentworth hit the stage with her co-host for the popular morning show, and she's getting mixed reactions. Now, Kelly Ripa's absence comes just days after she slipped into a cleavage-bearing neckline and labeled herself nice and naughty. So again, this story isn't really anything other than like, hey, Kelly wasn't on her show yesterday, and a couple days before that, she posted a photo of herself, um, and by the way, in that photo, there was actual cleavage. <gasps> oh, no. Wow. Now, here's something interesting, Bradley. If we're going to go back to the conspiracy theory. So this was a blind item that NT Lawyer talked about on CrazyDaysTheNights.net, alleging that Kelly Ripa is really thirsty. And she and her publicist are actually paying outlets like The Blast to create content like this with Kelly Ripa's naughty or nice cleavage. Now, in the article that you just read, there is a hint at why that is the case. The way that that article described her fill-in co-host, Allie Wentworth, was very telling, in as much as it was saying that mm, Allie Wentworth is getting mixed reviews while she fills in for Kelly Ripa on Live with Kelly and Ryan, planting the seed of doubt in Allie Wentworth's competency of being a talk show host, therefore planting that seed in your mind that Kelly Ripa and her cleavage are just you need to have that with your mid-morning coffee well, not yeah. Allie Wentworth it's Kelly Ripa and in the article if you go on and you continue to read as is often the case in tabloid stories um, you you will see like just a conversation that has nothing to do with the actual story but in this case it kind of references back to what you just said which is at uh, at the top it'll say of that you know some fans thought she was great but a lot of fans thought she was crap. And then they go on to li- to list some of the negative reviews in the comments. And, like, it's so lazy because all they're doing is copying and pasting Instagram comments as content. Yeah. I can't stand her or George didn't watch. Ten minutes into the show, I had to turn it off. Allie Wentworth is not a good choice. Now, as a person who is not Kelly Ripa or Allie Wentworth, but... Um, it hosts a, a radio program and sometimes doesn't show up and people have to fill in um, or has also conversely had to fill in for other people and you both know this experience firsthand this is like every day right like there is always yeah. somebody who yeah. shows up or sends an email inevitably one of us will go on vacation and a listener will send an email and say I can't stand when so and so fills in for you or they'll say, oh, my God, whenever you fill in, it's my life is complete. And which is just a horrible, horrible thing. As we reference another story about reading the comments, just never engage that behavior because no, it has no reflection on reality whatsoever. And it just tells you about the emotional status of the person who sent the email 30 seconds before. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So the fact that this article in The Blast is going through the comments section and finding all of those comments and then publishing an article around it just adds a little bit of evidence to the fact that perhaps 
this is a planted story. I love this. I'm this so is, here for this. It makes me yeah. in the break want to go like Google like where the connections between Kelly Ripa's PR team and the blast are. But I digress. You have a D bag for us, Holly. Yeah, I do. And it's, you know, it's just a joke gone wrong, a joke that's fallen flat. And it comes courtesy of Jennifer Aniston and her Instagram stories. Yes, Jennifer Aniston is on Instagram. She's still posting things, or at least her assistant is or whoever's managing her social media. Well, she put this uh, post on her Instagram stories over the holiday weekend, and it's of an ornament that she had made. And it's a piece of wood with a string in it. And it says in cutesy influencer font, our first pandemic 2020. Mm. Yeah, I get where you're trying to find humor in the dumpster fire that is this year, Jennifer Aniston. But that's just a joke that falls flat. Well, yeah, and it's coming from you, Jennifer Aniston, and where you are, you're probably in Cabo right now, but you don't want to let us know. It's just, uh, uh. yeah, like back up from the tree that she's posting in front of, and it's probably on a beach. Um, yeah, it, but to your point, this is that thing where, like, she's because people go, like, she's just posting her ornament, it's not the end of the world, she's one person, calm down. Sure, all that's true, but as I read, because last night I went down the rabbit hole of, um, I'm not even going to go there because it's just going to open up a can of worms and we don't have time. But let's just say I saw some advice that a corporate like mm, like me, social media person put out there. Like everybody right now is the, the social media audience is very sensitive right now to depictions of, right. of your privileged life. So if you're smart, you will be very thoughtful about what you post because not everybody is able to have the same experience you do. And therefore, you should maybe just, like, be more thoughtful about what you post. And this is a perfect example where, like, in any other year, we wouldn't care or we wouldn't scrutinize Jennifer Aniston's ability to make a, like, kind of joke about the pandemic on an ornament, right? Yeah, right. But it is one of those, it's it's trying to be cutesy. But at the same time, it's like, well, I know you're trying to be make a joke out of this. And I say this as a person with an incredibly dark sense of humor about certain things. This is not one of those things that I have a dark sense of humor about. It's just not. It's yeah. this. It stinks. And Jennifer Aniston, people are dead. Yeah. And are yes, dying. that's so, mm-hmm. I, you know, maybe not share that with us. I hope you're enjoying Cabo San Lucas right now. Yeah. Get some sun and a margarita for me, girl. <laughs> yeah. Every time you try to sort yeah. of like, well, no. There's How about no, just yeah. don't. There's yeah. no way to even picture yeah. put point that in any good direction. I agree with you, Holly. I, uh, I, I'm yeah. This kind of saddened me to see that she did this because I'm a big fan of hers. So, I think it just it also just we- points out the tone deafness of. I mean, and we're going to talk about some celebrities later in the show who are experiencing this uh, as well. Rebel Wilson, we see you. Uh, there's just a mm-hmm. lack of, of... There's only showing one very uh, s- small piece of themselves, and the piece that they're sharing seems really tone deaf right now. Yeah. All right. 
When we come and back, that's all I have to say about that. Thank you. When we come back from D bags. Oh wait, no. Uh, we have to double down. But I think there's some joy yes. in this one. We're gonna double down our D bag with Haley Baldwin. We'll tell you why right here on my talk 1071. Thank you for that. I didn't hear what the weather was going to be, but it's probably going to be better than it is right now. So that's a good thing. Yeah, it's mid 20s, mid 20s for highs for the next few days. So that's better than snow and two. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. absolutely. I, Holly. I think oh, it's going to be above average next week. So oh, good. get your shorts out. Sun's out, guns out. <laughs> get your shorts out. Um, lights out thighs. Oh, come on. Thighs. Anyway, uh, here we go. Hi, I'm Bradley Trainer. That's Hi. Holly Roberts and Grant, of course. We have so many D bags today, we needed to double down. So we're going to do a D bag double down. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Yes. Uh, they're so nice. We talk about them twice. In this case, <laughs> Haley Baldwin and um, Haley Bieber Baldwin Bieber Haley Bieber she's Haley Baldwin Bieber Bubby. right <laughs> technically but be baby Bubby Bunker be careful rubber baby Bubby rubber baby anyways Haley Baldwin buggy bumpers thank you thank you <laughs> Haley Baldwin <laughs> is married to Justin Bieber yes she is and you guys look. I don't begrudge celebrities making money and doing their celebrity thing, but I do love to poke fun at it. And if you're going to put it out there, be prepared and forewarned. Okay. To that end, Haley Bieber's secret to glowing skin, you guys, is going. I've been. Is going to the beach. Yes, that's right. Haley Bieber's secret to glowing skin is just going to the beach. What? Okay. Excuse me. Thank you. Excuse me. Thank you. Um, I just wanted to have some fun with this story, which was over at Harper's Bazaar. And it's such a delightful um, manifestation of this like celebrity consumer crossover, wherein the the magazine, in this case, Harper's Bazaar, is going to make money off of the thing they're about to tell you about Haley Bieber, Bieber, Haley. There, for example, <laughs> at the top of this story where it says Haley Bieber's secret to glowing skin is going to the beach, above that headline is the following phrase. Every product on this page was chosen by a Harper's Bazaar editor. We may earn commission on some of the items you choose to buy. So this is just SpawnCon to the next level. By the way, a topic we talk about on Go Deep in the Shallow the podcast Colleen and I do over at mytalk1071.com. I digress. So apparently Haley Bieber is a bare mineral... I'm sorry. Bare Minerals Ambassador. Oh, nice. That's still around. Good so, job, Bare Minerals. At the United Nations, when they come together, there is an ambassador <laughs> from Bare Minerals. I don't know. I don't know what an ambassador means other than she's selling Bare Minerals and... Uh, min- <laughs> Minerals and getting a cut. <laughs> Sounds like me reading a dirt alert Ooh, over there. Right. <laughs> Last show of 2020. She well, ambassador is just a fancy reimagined term for spokesperson. Yeah, yeah, it's the it's the That's 2020 term for spokesperson. You're absolutely right, Holly. Now, I just want to have some fun in this article, and Holly, here's and Grant, here's what I'd like you guys to do. And Grant, if you have any like beach vibe that you want to like add to the background i will find some because we're going to the beach which is where our skin is going to clear up so if you've got um 
hanky hinky skin, sensitive skin or uh, hinky skin. I just mean like if your skin if your skin is off, you know, like everyone's because nobody other than Haley Baldwin and all these amazing people have perfect skin, as told by their Instagram filters. She um, has found a cure, and it's the cure that I just think we should all appreciate. So let's go to the beach. Let's hang out. Let's mm-hmm. relax, Holly. Wait. Yeah. And I'm going to tell there. you about Haley Bieber. Okay? Okay. So while her complexion can, of course, be credited to her access to the industry's most coveted estheticians and expert, her personal secret to great skin, you guys, is actually really simple. Go to the beach. My skin feels the best when I've been in the ocean. Salt water is the best skin healer for me. And I've found that nature can be the most soothing for my sensitive skin. Nature. Which is like just outside, I guess. When she's not at the ocean side, like during her Canadian quarantine with husband Justin Bieber in March, the model opts for nature-derived products that evoke the same feeling. My beauty philosophy is finding clean and nourishing products with ingredients from the earth that are backed by science. I've recently discovered this whole world of natural beauty that I love. (laughs) Where did my eyes go? Oh, wait, they rolled to the other side of the room, Bradley. I can't see anything. I mean, I just love that, like, it's just, it's, it's a, it's a, an orgy of buzzwords, right? Like, it's all of the things that are trying to get you to want to buy into whatever she's selling. And let me just be clear, she's not selling the ocean. She's actually selling you bare minerals, which is an actual product (laughs) that Harper's Bazaar is going to make a cut of. My favorite line in all of that, Bradley, was, my beauty philosophy is finding clean and nourishing products with ingredients from the earth that are backed by science. That copy coming to you directly, probably from bare minimum, bare minimum. See, you can't. And you can't the not bare do it minimum. <laughs> they're doing the bare minimum here. Well, that's fascinating to me because that is the anti-goop marketing, being that they're putting the quote-unquote science front and center in these bare mineral creams. And I bet you, if you actually looked at the active ingredients of these face creams. You can find those in a lot of different places. And a lot of things actually are natural and and from the earth or of the earth. Remember what we learned, Bradley, on the Colleen and Bradley show about a month ago, that natural flavoring can sometimes come from the secretion <gasps> of a beaver butt. I was with you guys for that show. Yeah. That was with some whiskey Thank they you. were making that uh, out of the East Coast, they had a... Beaver, yeah, gland flavored whiskey. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> a term like backed by science can mean many, many things. It can. And to talk about things coming from the earth, I would just like to remind you that the ancient Egyptians put makeup on their face that was full of lead, which also comes from the earth, and it killed them at a <laughs> premature uh, age. So be very careful. Okay, when we come back, Holly's got a question for you guys. What's something you've re-experienced in the last year that you think is now trash? And what we're talking about is, of course, TVs, movies, etc. that you thought were amazing, but weren't. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. 
Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.